0: Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. I have an exciting lineup of guests. And, uh, you know, we don't just talk about business succession planning on this show. We talk about life issues. And one of the things that can happen as I look out at the freeways from the 20th floor of, uh, of the city tower here, I look, at, I look at two different freeways. And one of the things that can happen to any of us at any time is that we get into a, a car accident. And, you know, you need to know at that point, what do I do? You know, you need to be prepared for that moment. It can happen. It happens more and more every day as people become more and more distracted. Uh, and so you need to know what to do. And and fortunately for you, my guest today is Moses Iniguis from the Injury Accident Injury Law Center. And he's a legal representative for per, personal injury claimants. And we're talk, going to talk about that. How do you prepare for a car accident? So, uh, Moses, thanks so much for joining me today. Welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Bill. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so... This yeah, is represent... one of those things. <laughs> 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 yeah, tell, tell,
0: tell us a little bit about your, you and your background and your firm, and, and then we'll get into some some ideas and tips and th- things like that.
1: Great. Thank you for giving me this forum and this time to talk. Um, I represent people injured as a result of someone else's negligence. Typically, my most common type of client that I have is someone injured in a car accident. Um, other types of clients that I represent are people attacked by dogs, someone who trips on a walkway that isn't level, could be a city you know, sidewalk, it could be um, outside of a store, someone injured in a store as a result of something hazardous that the store should have known about, such as a pellet left on the ground or merchandise placed too close to the entrance or exit uh, that people trip over. And uh, today I'd like to talk about um, how to prepare for a car car accident because it's something that we all we all drive so we have to drive to get around in Southern California so I just want to talk about that later on I just want to tell you a little bit of background about myself in terms of how I started my practice and when Um, I started my practice in 2007 and when I started it I did uh, various types of law like business litigation criminal defense, family law, and personal injury was one of the areas that I did as well. And eventually it was it was the area of law that I enjoyed practicing the most. And so that's all I do now. And the reason why I named my business the Accident Injury Law Center is to let people know that that's what I'm focused on is representing plaintiff personal injury claimants. Um, so something that makes me a little unique in terms of being a lawyer in general is I, I have a lot of contact with my clients I give them my email address my direct number at the office my cell number and I don't I don't ever say hey talk to the to the legal assistant to get an update I always give the updates to my clients and I like establishing that relationship with them so that uh, they'll always keep me in mind for future future claims for themselves or other people they know
0: Mm-hmm. And I know you're very well networked throughout Southern California through a group that we both belong to called Provisors, which is where kind of advisors come together to get to know each other. Uh, this particular area, I don't hear of a lot of people that that specialize in it. Maybe it's just that they're not in this particular group. And um, you know, one of the things that comes to mind is everybody. It seems like is dis- distracted and. I cringe when I look in my rearview mirror, even if the traffic's really slow and I see somebody looking down, I know they're texting. And so I would imagine the prevalence of these types of accidents has gone up. But what I wanted to ask you was, when somebody refers you a potential client, what do you ask? What are the first, let's say, six questions you ask the potential client about their potential car accident claim, and and why do you ask those questions?
1: Sure. Um, so one of the things I ask is, where did the accident occur? Because we need to know if the accident was in California, since I only represent clients in California when the accident was in California. Um second thing we ask is, when did the accident occur? Because there are laws that govern how much time we have to file a claim for someone. And the third thing I ask is, how many people were injured? So that I can know how many potential clients I have, and to advise the client um, that I may disclose information to another person about their case um, because they were all in the same car together. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I ask is, what were the, uh, the potential client's injuries? We have to know that so we know how to gauge the value of the claim. Um, we also ask, what are the potential client's expectations? If a client has too high of expectations... And it's it's not very reasonable. Then we have to let them know that we don't think that we're going to meet those expectations, and and you know they, and but and let them know that so that they don't expect too much. Uh, but we always try to exceed expectations. But uh, sometimes it's just not possible to to reach certain clients' expectations. Um, and then we ask, are they married? Because the spouse of somebody who's injured might have a claim as well for loss of consortium, which is basically a claim that's based on how the, uh, the injured party's injuries affected the marriage relationship. Um, interesting. So, yeah. hmm.
0: I would have thought of three of those, but not the other three. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's, it's interesting to, um, to understand uh, what your perspective would be on something like that. What, when you say people's expectations are too high, are they just watching too much late-night TV like you know, XYZ Law Firm got me $6 trillion for my accident?
1: That and they have friends or a neighbor or a relative or someone else who got injured, and they tell them, "Oh, I got x, you know, x number of dollars for my injury," and then they they assume that their their situation is going to be the same when every single case is different
0: because of the. Uh the California insurance laws, and one of the questions you didn't you didn't uh, ask was who hit you, or, or who you know who else was. I guess you said who else was involved, but in the car. But is that because uh, California insurance laws, like if somebody's driving, if if your uh, Kia got hit by a real nice Mercedes, uh, it, do California laws kind of normalize all of that type of a thing?
1: Um, no, that is one of the things we do ask is who hit you. Uh, it's usually in a traffic collision report, the other person's information, and most people are pretty good about gathering the information from the other party. Uh, it's pretty common. You know, car accidents are so common now that people seem to know what to do. To they, At the very least, they need to exchange information. So um, when they contact me originally, they, they usually will tell me I have the other person's information or that there was a traffic collision report and it has their information on there.
0: And we're going to talk about that, you know, what what can a driver do to prepare for and what should they do at the point of it. But let me ask you one other question. What what do you think makes you and your firm unique?
1: I think what makes me unique as a person is the same thing that makes me unique as an attorney, which is I just deeply care about people in general. Um, I treat all clients as if their claim is the most important claim I have, no matter what size the claim is. If somebody's claim is so small that they need to go to, Small claims court. I go with them. Um, I can't speak in the court, but I, I go mm-hmm. with them and, and I'm there with them through the whole process. Um, and when somebody calls me to ask me to represent them, I consider it a great honor and a privilege to represent them. And I, the only way I could say thank you is by letting my actions do the talking.
0: That's nice. It's a nice uh, thing to have, person to have on your side. Isn't, wouldn't it be, listeners, to have somebody that really cares and you're not just a uh, uh, a number to them. Um, so, Moses, let's talk to, talk about uh, the meat of the matter here. How can a driver prepare for a car accident?
1: Well, I'd say the number one thing to do before, a car, before you get in your car in general is to make sure your cell phone is charged. Um, some people have chargers in their car, but uh, make sure that it's charged before you even get in the car. You're going to need it if you get into an accident to call for help. Call police. To call loved ones. To take pictures. To um, maybe take video if your cell phone has that capability. And most people's insurance companies will have a list of what to do after an accident. So check out your your auto insurance company's website and see if they have a list of things to do. I would print that out and put it in your glove box. Um, if they don't, uh, even if they, their insurance company. Their specific insurance company doesn't have it. They can go to an insurance company's website like Mercury, Geico, Allstate, uh, Farmers, and, and they will have a list of what to do after an accident. And um, you know, just, just to give a brief list here, I would say, number one, they should move to a safe area when it's safe to do so. Mm-hmm. Call the police and ask for a traffic collision report to be prepared the police will talk to witnesses and and gather all the insurance information from the other side and will draw a diagram of how the accident happened, and that helps out a lot. Um, Gathering information at the scene, like taking pictures, getting information from the other driver, because even though the police will do it, um, they don't always get the information correct, so uh... if they have one digit off on on the phone number or an address then it can make it a little difficult so i would get the information as well from the other driver they're required to do it by california law um... get a description of the other drivers car take pictures of the other person's car and take pictures of the scene uh... get witnesses can- contact information call your own insurance company to get a report or to report I'm sorry, to report the accident um, call a lawyer for advice as soon as you can after the accident. Some people call me and they're, they're sitting in their car and they haven't even spoken to the other person yet and they say, I just got hit. <laughs> what do I do? Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. And I like that when that happens. And another thing that we have to do by California law, per California law, is file an SR1 report with the DMV to report the accident within 10 days of the accident. So those are some things that, that's necessary to do.
0: Okay, so uh, some of the things that, that you're talking about, uh, well, actually all of them up to now have been if you are the victim of a car accident. Uh, what, if you, what if it was your fault? Is that, is that an area that you uh, are the best person to call as well?
1: No, if it's your fault, you call your own insurance company. So insurance companies have a duty to defend the insured. So i first thing I would do is call the insurance company and report the, the accident to your own insurance company and say, I just got into an accident, If, if what do I do? And they'll tell you what to do. But uh, in general, okay. what I hear uh, most of all is don't admit any liability, Don't don't admit that you did something wrong, because in reality you may not know the whole situation until so you talk to witnesses and take a look at the scene yourself and and you know get a get some understanding of what the other person was doing when the accident occurred.
0: So don't don't uh, would you say don't apologize in general? Uh, like it was you're, you're kind of admitting guilt if you apologize and you really were the person texting or <laughs> or whatever it happens to be or worse. Yes,
1: right? yes, I would. I wouldn't do anything that would. That would give the indication that you were at fault. Uh, The only thing I would do is go to check if everyone is okay.
0: Sure. Okay. So, so this that and that whole area is a whole different area. If you're if you were at fault and there's somebody hurt and you were at fault, then that's a whole that's a different phone call, right? That's a different attorney. But you might be the one. you, you you would probably have some people on your speed dial if somebody called you and said hey, I don't know who else to call, uh, would you refer them to someone else? Are you that kind of a resource?
1: I have had that call before, and I have had the call when somebody else caused an accident. And what I've said to them, uh, which is surprising to me that people don't know this, is that the, their own auto insurance company will will defend them, will will assign an attorney to them once a lawsuit is filed. But... Their own auto insurance company is pretty good at giving them instructions on what to do after they've been in an accident.
0: Okay, that's good to know because I I think of when I think of any insurance company, I think I'm going to get put through uh, into a voicemail, and at some point you just want to know at that point what do I do? You know what, what what do I do? What do I not do at this point? So you've given us some great tips up up to that point. Uh, what, what else can you Can you share like a story, maybe somebody that's that you've worked with, and not by name or anything, of course, but uh, just a situation and, and how you were able to help?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I had a, a client a few months ago, maybe six months ago, call me and say, hey, I remember talking to you. I liked you a lot, um, but I ended up talking to another attorney because – a family member said I have an attorney you should talk to so I went with another attorney originally and then after several weeks they told me I don't have a case and there's no insurance on the other side and then I remembered you and I thought I'd give you a call and give you a chance so I said great thank you very much I'm gonna do whatever I can for you and I called the other driver the at fault driver I said do you have insurance they said yes (laughs) I do and they gave me the right insurance information and we proceeded mm-hmm. with the claim. So mm-hmm. uh, that, was, that was a good result for them. They, they were very badly injured, and uh, mm-hmm. it, the money d- definitely helped their situation. Um, another situation I had was an individual who was injured while working out at a gym. So she was working out on a machine, and the machine had a, a pin in it that was kept the weights in. And every time she would lower the weights, it would shake the pin out until it eventually came out and she ended up breaking her arm she was on an assisted dip machine and she didn't expect all her weight to be on her arms all of a sudden So her humorous bone snapped and uh, the gym replied that she assumed the risk and i said well mm. give me the the signed contract that shows she assumed the risk and they kept producing a contract that was not signed and they didn't have a signed contract And uh, so we ended up settling that one for a pretty good amount as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And and then as you mentioned earlier on the front end, you you also help people that might have been um, injured by getting bit by a dog or or tripping and falling or on some kind of uneven pavement or in a store and they – Step on glass or something like that. I would imagine, right? So, anytime anybody's got a, a an issue and they're wondering what are their rights and and what are their um, how are they going to uh, uh, try to make this right, they should be thinking of you and the Accident Injury Law Center. It sounds like.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you.
0: So, what what are some of the best ways for um, for people to get a hold of you, Moses?
1: Well, they can go to my website, <clears throat> the accident, well, it's the bestocinjuryattorney.com. It's bestocinjuryattorney.com, and that'll lead you to my website. Um, uh, my phone number is 714 And even if I'm not here, it will it'll forward the call to my cell phone. So even if they call after hours, I'll still pick up the call.
0: Okay, again, that's 714 591 0661. 714 591 0661. So uh, before we leave, uh, do you have any brief uh, other tips or ideas or precautions for our listeners?
1: Absolutely. Um, get the highest policy limits you can afford on your auto insurance policy for liability coverage, and then match those limits with un- uninsured and underinsured coverage. So if you have a, a hundred. 100, 300,000 coverage, which is 100,000 per person in coverage or 300,000 per accident for liability coverage. You also want to get 100, 300 coverage for uninsured and underinsured um, benefits, because a lot of people have minimum policies. They have fifteen thirty and like you said earlier, people are looking at their cell phones and running into people from behind at full speed, 45, 50 miles an hour on a city street, and that's resulting in big injuries that last a long time. And uh, I I see it too many times where the at-fault driver was a teenager or somebody young with minimal policy limits, and there's just not enough money there to go around or or to make my client whole. So a lot of times we're having to rely on uninsured and underinsured coverage on their own policies. Uh, that's one thing. The other thing I recommend is getting rental coverage on your auto policy for at least 30 days and to get medical payments coverage on the auto policy as well. Medical payments coverage will uh, pay for medical expenses such as chiropractor bills, copays, prescriptions, things of that nature. And it's usually between $1,000 and $5,000 in coverage. Those things are really helpful to have, those, those items on your coverage.
0: Great information, a lot of great tips. I got one more tip for you, drivers out there: stay off your stay off your text messages. Come on, uh, you don't know. You we can tell when you're looking down and texting. <laughs> it's it is a scary situation out on the on the freeways these days. But Moses is saying, no, that's okay. If they do, you know, you know, uh, go to bestocinjuryattorney.com. Call 714-591-0661, and Moses and Nicholas will take care of you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really appreciate having you on. Hope you'll come back again sometime soon.
1: Thank you very much, Bill.
0: Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.